Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of the Spiritual Spotlight series and also our Rebel Vibe. I am with a couple people today and I am super, super excited. I have my co host with me, Melissa Neely. Hi, Melissa. Hello. And I have the amazing Bobby Ryan, who is the director of special events at the Dr. C.S. Best House and Medical Museum, which we actually are sitting in right now. Thank you so much, Bobby, for being here. Thank you for coming. (laughs) I am so happy. We already just went on an amazing tour and we have so much energy that's kind of pumping through and going through a lot of spirit activity. So we're going to ask Bobby some questions. And Melissa is also going to do a little bit of a mediumship reading for the spirits that are here now. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with a question. And if you can, Bobby, I know this is probably going to be the biggest question of the day is what is, tell us about the Dr. Best House and the Medical Museum. Um, the, the museum is actually a, a wonderful artifact, un, unlike any other in the country. All of our artifacts in the household were um, items that were loved, picked out, and lived with by the family themselves. The only family to have lived in this house was this yeah. family, uh, the Dr. Best, uh, the family lineage. Two generations of family. Um, we have everything from beautiful hats from the 1920s to uh, medical equipment, from the late 1800s. Um, It's truly a treasure. There are so many amazing pieces in here. And I'm definitely going to have Melissa touch on some because I know she was getting, even on our drive here, Dr. Best was sitting with us and Melissa and I were, she was getting a lot of information and he was getting a little frustrated with me because me as being the nurse should know better. And it's just, it's just amazing. There's medications here. There's machinery here. There's beautiful China. There's so much history impact on this house. Is there anything you want to chime in on Melissa now? Yeah. So when Dr. Best showed up in the car, he really looked like if you've seen field of dreams and how the guy walks off of the field to help the girl with the hot dog. And and that's how he looked to me. And it's not too far off from how he actually looks. Yeah. And Ursula really does love her tea, tea set. So in all of her fine China. And there was Dr. Best. He had his first wife. What was her name? Her name was Laura. Laura. And then he had a second wife. Yes, that was Ursula. Ursula. Yes. And Ursula is actually quite present. She's very fancy. She likes her parties. She likes the people. She likes the entertaining. Um, she was talking, though, about how the house wasn't wasn't clean. But you were also mentioned. And, and he was saying, but he was really happy that the banister had been restored and it looked like peeling of green paint but you had we recently had a mold mitigation done um, and we installed some (laughs) central air to preserve our collection but that would have been i'm sure uh what he was referencing um oh yes and it's funny that you picked up on baseball because dr best did love he did not play but he loved baseball so (laughs) can you tell 
a little bit about Dr. Best, I guess, what was his first name? Christopher. Christopher. Can you tell us a little bit about Dr. Christopher Best? Sure. He was born locally. Um, his father was a farmer. He was very dedicated to the community. Uh, they had four children, of course, the two wives. Very, very um, intelligent man. He mm -hmm. loved technology, which you can see through all of the generations of the electrostatic right. machine, for instance. You know, we're dealing with the days of Tesla and um, really harnessing how to use those electricity in the medical yeah. practice. Um, so you really see the homeopathic side of Dr. Best mm -hmm. and then up through, I mean, yeah. just cutting edge, um, strange looking, but but cutting edge equipment. Because he has day. an x-ray machine here. He there is an electrostatic Correct. machine here, one of only three Correct. In the world. Yes. Which is phenomenal. And it's super amazing. It's really interesting because you can feel, like you said, he was definitely cutting edge. Mm -hmm. Very, very intelligent. Well, Melissa, you touched upon as you were doing the readings, if you might want to share a little insight to him and what he thinks books are. Yeah. Well, he says he uses the information that's best for the patient. So if it's Dr. homeopathic, Best. yeah, right? So if it's, he, would, he had a really good sense of humor too. Yes. So one of the things he did to me on the way down was I got a tongue depressor really far back in my mouth. And he says that's how he gets people to stop talking and to listen so we can figure out what's going on. But he was saying that he had a lot of books and when I'd get here, I'd see a lot, but he didn't always open them because the book that you're reading is actually the patient. He's very devoted to the patients themselves, mm -hmm. taking time to learn their story, but not so long that he's missing the diagnosis. 100% yeah. true. And I, yeah. I can attest to that personally. My grandmother used to be a docent here, which I hadn't realized when I was asked to be um, involved in the, the museum. And she's like, oh, Bob, you know, that was, you know, doc Dr. Duncan Best delivered, you know, yeah. your aunts and your uncles. And so she would tell me stories. But um, the, the level at which that he knew the family history, he knew her mother, her father, the wow. generations before. And you do carry that medical yeah. history with you mm -hmm. and your physician back then. Wow. He says there were a lot of people that he birthed and then also had to prepare when they died. Yes. And he wrote it all up. So he feels like the coroner and the... and the, the Was he also the coroner? He was. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we have those records, of course, the originals in the museum. He wrote everything yes. down. Everything. Yes. There are we have every book. <laughs> you have not even discovered yet. Okay. He's saying in the basement there are more books of okay. ledgers of his writing. Wow. And he has good writing for a doctor. He says it's legible and you can really read it. <laughs> and it's brown. It looks brown in color. So very that. interesting. And his son was also a doctor. Correct. And yes. that was Duncan Best. Yes. Oh wow. But he was also in the, the military? Duncan was in the military. Yes. Um, he was in the medical corps. I love that. Yes. And what kind of, so he was a family practice doctor or did he kind of just, was he also a specialist doctor? Cause it seemed, no, he did doctor. everything he said. Okay. And if there was even a dog or a horse or something that he had to help, he did that too. True. And did he cover <laughs> a large area? Yes. yes. Cause we, can you tell us a little bit about the area that we are in now? Like, sure. Sure, Squahari County, it's a population currently of 30,000 people, uh, but it's it's quite hilly. It's absolutely stunning country, but with that country comes the, the peaks, the valleys. Yeah. Um, even even traveling a few miles around here can be uphill in, in right. a mud, 
you know, on a mud laden road in the middle of winter. Wow. Um, and we still have those carriages and sleighs out in the carriage house if you ever would like to see those as yeah. well. Yeah. But um, he he definitely traveled uh, quite far, even, wow. even for those days. He's still putting on quite a few miles. We can also kind of journey back to that with his handwritten um, pocket journals that he has, um, well, he kept them upstairs. That's in a, amazing, in pocket yes. journal. Yes. Wow. And so like Ursula, everything he yep, did. Every single service he provided. There was nothing he did not write Document. down. True. That's why he was saying that his eyes got bad in the car. Because of the kerosene? Because, well, the kerosene lamps, but they only get so bright. And he would write, and if it was one o'clock in the morning, you don't go to sleep, you write everything down right away because otherwise you're going to forget and that could be the most crucial piece he's saying right. of figuring out the puzzle of whatever was going on and you did say as you were coming here that he loved puzzles he loves puzzles he will sit and he will figure it out it's not just you know take this go home and yeah you know well better. me as a nurse if it's not charted it's not done you didn't do it not documented i love that truth <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's so true yep I feel like most of you have something else you want to say. Well, he's he would talk forever. Um, but he's showing me like he has one foot into each side, one foot into the homeopathic and one foot into the new age. But he was never all about just one thing because mm. he said the second you become about just one thing, you become about the thing and not about the patient. Ooh, oh, that's that sounds beautiful. A lot like I, yes, that, that and that, he loves his little I... sandwich and his apple and being able to sit in the kitchen and you know just I can't tell you how face. many times Melissa has talked about <laughs> apples since we have been in this house. Yeah. <laughs> now he also makes his own medication. Yes. Like because in the basement, it's interesting because when patients came in, because not only did they live here, the patients also came into this home. Correct. And they had a waiting room, a sitting area, and. When you come in, I recommend, and we're going to talk a little bit about the events that are coming up. I definitely recommend anyone definitely come down for a tour because it's just so much medical history and just even look at it. It's, it's inspiring. It's amazing. Yes. And I love the fact that he mixed together his own medication. Yes. We have the, the capsules. We have boxes and boxes in the original box, um, wow. just of things that he would mix. My grandmother would tell me, oh, you know, I remember the, the diaper ointment. It smelled a lot like desitin. So really, the, it's those founding principles yeah. of medicine. It worked. It carried through to, you know, commercialism. But we have, I mean, it's amazing the things that didn't get thrown away. Wow. It, it's tremendous. I love that. What are some of your, um, I guess, what are some of, I know there's a lot of beautiful items here, and I'm sure you love a lot of them, all of them. What are some of the items you're like, just feel, you're like, oh, I love this. There are so many. <laughs> She's like, I can't pinpoint it. There are some. I love reading the diaries. Okay. Uh, we have diaries from from multiple generations. Yeah. Um, and it's funny just reading through the way one generation of women spoke. It was very um, scripture, right? Which which is fantastic. But it was just um, how how Ursula related to God and her journey in life. Oh, but then you goodness. get to the next generation where Emma, she's in Syracuse University, right. and her tone changes. She starts to see herself. Wow. And how she feels and how the weather is. And it, it it's a very interesting perspective shift in, you know, the journey yeah. of women overall. Um, but the, I love the diaries. There are so many things. really. And Dr. Best says he never did research for research itself. Again, it was about the patient. Like some people will do research and come up with these new innovative to say that they were the one that developed the innovation. Mm -hmm. He was not about that. He was not about limelight in any of that sense. Right. 
So very much, he was just all about the art. And he also says he took payment in forms of honey or I see baskets of stuff coming in because he did not like bees. I asked if there were beehives out because he's really talking about honey as a medicinal tool. No, he had the honey brought in. (laughs) Can you tell us what are some of Dr. Best's favorite items in this house? The simple stuff. Like he's saying he really only has two rooms. He has a small spot in the kitchen and he has his office and the rest was Ursula's. It was what she liked and how she liked it. She has a little bit more of a European ostentatious is too strong of a word, mm-hmm. but luxury. She has a showmanship about yeah. her stuff, but that's how it was, right. you know, the hostess and having those things. And he supported it because he loved her, but he's fine with the simple mm-hmm. aspect. Now, one of the things about this house is that there are a lot of paranormal activities that happen here from what I've read. Um, Can you tell us about maybe some of the unexplained events that have happened here? Sure. Um, Range. There's a whole different range of of things. And I I personally had quite a few events happen for me. Um, Most of mine were, um, I guess, the smell. Um, So we're sitting at the dining room table. Emma was the last person to live in the home. And I didn't know this at the time, but she used to sit at the end of the table with her, um, her toaster and her coffee and whatever. And I happened to be in the house one time and I was walking out of the bathroom directly past where she would sit. I'm like, oh my gosh, I swear. I smell toast. Um, and it wasn't until, you mm-hmm. know, several tours later when somebody mentioned something to me that knew Emma or whatever the case might've been. And they said, no, she, you do understand she, she used to sit there. And that's, yeah. you know, the house kind of grew up around her and she, she was a keeper of all things. Oh, I love and, that. Right. So, and I'm like, well, that makes perfect sense then. Yeah. Um, other events are a little bit more in my yeah. face. Um, usually during the day, I, I, I would expect things to happen at yeah. night, but they catch me off guard. Uh, we've had programs in the front two parlors and I would be in the back room you know, trying to find chairs, uh, you know, mm-hmm. pottering around, uh, helping with the program. And I'm standing back in the kitchen with a volunteer. And I said, Steve, do you, do you hear footsteps? Is, is my daughter here? It's like, Oh, I haven't seen her. And I swear to you, footsteps came from the front of the house. Yeah. And it sounded just like my daughter walking with purpose, just very heavy footsteps, yeah. unmistakable from the front to my overhead. And mm-hmm. I walk upstairs I don't see anybody. Yes. So those sorts of events yeah. are, are hard to, to dismiss. Yeah. Um, the other remarkable event was the, the Victrola in the front parlor. We have a photograph that's got some evidence of a, mm. of a shadowy figure. Yeah. I was here with Tri-City Paranormal Society. Um, room full of people. Nobody was near the Victrola. The guy says, oh, it's a really good idea. I think you should just play the Victrola. And it's like midnight near Halloween. Are we sure? Okay. So I play it and it's complete darkness. I'm the only one anywhere near the Victrola. I am certainly not touching it. It sounded as if that Victrola was elevated about three inches off the floor Mm -hmm. and dropped. The record didn't skip. Oh my God. Every single person in the room heard it. My mom happened to be here. And I was like across the room to my mom. I'm like, oh, you guys can shut that off. That's good, but wow. we've had so many events, even tours. You wow! Know, the middle of the summer, just uh, recently, we had somebody in the dining room and a penny fell. Oh my um, goodness! There, still can't explain that one. So I want to before we move on a little bit to Melissa. 
please tell us about, I know that there's a really exciting event coming up. Can you tell the listeners what event is coming up? Sure. We have uh, quite a few events coming up, but in particular, the one event that we really want to promote is our psychic and wellness fair. Okay. Um, That's going to be October uh, 22nd. It's a $5 admission, Nice. but you'll see lots of practitioners. Um, we're very excited to have yeah. something like this. I, I think it brings medicine definitely into, uh, into the house again, which yeah. I think would make the, the family very happy, but the fundraising that we do, um, you know, that's what keeps us alive. We don't, it's we what don't supports the museum and Correct. yeah. Yep. And then what are, um, some other events that you have coming up? Cause I, was there like a paranormal investigation? Okay. Yeah, so we have the, all of this stuff is um, on, on your website, our website which right. have an awesome so can, website. Thank you. Yeah, um, we can. Uh, you can look at that. Just an outline of events, but we have a reveal, which is you know a campfire and talk about the evidence that's been collected yeah. by by the folks that have um, investigated here mm-hmm. before. There's an investigation later in the month. That's um, October 28th and 29th. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paul Supley, I don't know if you run in his circles. He has historic medicine. He has created a program for us um, called Vampires, and that's going to be here in the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, that is actually going to talk about me- medical maladies yeah. and how that the concept of vampires um, came to be. What, mm-hmm. what oopsies did they do that uh, it, it promises to be a, a very interesting right. program? Um, oh, that sounds yes. very interesting. So we're very excited. Is there anything else you want to share about the um, museum before we kind of turn it over a little bit to myself and Melissa and kind of what we're picking up on? Um, well, and well, we do have the other event. Dr. Christopher Best is, is buried locally up in our Middlebrook Cemetery. I also tout that as being the most beautiful cemetery in the country because... <laughs> Can I say <laughs> Melissa picked up on the cemetery on the way I love that cemetery. Right. Yes, <laughs> she like, did. I'm like, there's a cemetery. She goes, there's a cemetery. Really close by. Yes, yeah. yes. And if you <laughs> are up there around sunset, the sun sets beyond Roman's nose. So it's a gorgeous view of the valley. Do you um, see the picture moving right yes. now? Yes. No, there? I ignore those things. <laughs> so um, <laughs> for the listeners, as we're sitting in this room, there is a picture that is hanging that has been moving back and forth and that I have been feeling a ton of people streaming by us, but please continue. <laughs> well, and we also have a lot of Revolutionary War heroes yes, in that cemetery, yes. but our local history teacher, Wes Laraway, he's going to be, that's another fundraiser of ours. He wow. will be um, conducting a tour by Kerosene Lantern, which I love because that sounds cool. it's just that ambiance. And yeah, you Dr. walked in and talked about kerosene. And that's like, all he was going on about <laughs> was the kerosene and hurting his eyes and the smell yes. of the kerosene. Yes. Which also told me he stayed up really late to, to ch- take document chart. Yeah, sure. and somehow... He's saying that there is a way of getting his attention. If you come to the house late, like a certain place to talk Mm -hmm. that would only kind of get to him to not wake up everybody else in the house. Does that make any sense to you? Yes. That's the speaking tube. We have a speaking tube at the front door and there is, there are two outlets to it. Basically it will, it pipes into the basement up into the (laughs) medical office and then to this back bedroom. And I actually just recently discovered that because I watched a, a tour that was from the 1990s. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wonder if that's, and of course, so it's so probably, yeah, that's, because he said that's, that's how is. he got sure. information and he would sleep. If he got back too late, he would mm-hmm. either sleep that room or sometimes he would sleep. There's an uh, older chair. I don't feel like it's here anymore. It was almost like a Victorian pinkish chair. He would sleep in that if he had to be near the patients or he would sleep where it was cold by the medicines. If he got back really late. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
Anything else you want to share before I turn it over to Melissa? I, overwhelming. The house is overwhelming. It no is. It's a little too in. much. It's a little like we're not giving it justice by being on a podcast, but that's okay because I strongly recommend anybody that is interested to come down here and experience the house and definitely take a tour and come down on October 22nd for the psychic wellness fair. Are you going to be part of that, Melissa? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Anything that you want to share, Melissa? Just for listeners, it's not scary. Yes, we're talking about all of the spirit activity, but they're really just telling their story because yeah. there's a lot of love in this house. Mm-hmm. There's nothing There's nothing negative. So it's not that kind of a, a feeling. They're just very proud of the legacy of the doctors. Duncan feels a lot more techno- technology-based. He doesn't feel as homeopathic as his father. He also doesn't feel as much into like the bushels and the honey of payment. He feels a little more... Give me my cash. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> you know. I mean, he'll help out, but he's 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 a little more the way we picture doctors yeah. now, you know. Um, and I knew that that was a toaster, like with Emma. <laughs> yeah, she did. She came yeah. out right when we sat down. She's like, that's a toaster. And yeah. And do, you, do you want to tell anything about like maybe Dr. Best or Ursula or Emma or James or anyone that you kind of picked? Cause you, she picked up on a lot of spirits while we were here. Yeah. There's also a lot of soldiers that are before the house, but that are kind of milling around. Um, and the little boy, he's probably this with Christopher, Dr. Best, the strongest mm-hmm. in the house, like Ursula, this is her, this dining room area that we're sitting in. This is her space. Mm-hmm. Um, she would have had tea. She would have entertained. You're getting teased a little bit that you should have had little things out. You know, that's just her style. You're totally fine. We're not that way. Um, but that would have been her, you know, she always had food ready, you know, even yes. if a patient, even for late. Dr. Best when he came home, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Or the tea was on, but, or if somebody needed something, she would she could prepare yeah. in an in a instant. And she was always put together. She's very put together. I would agree. I've seen the clothing. And, and they're beautiful and, photographs here. Oh, like when, and then I will tell you that Melissa walked in. She goes, I know that's Dr. Best. Yeah. Because he looks like the Field yeah. of Dreams guy. Um, and Dr. Best is really about preventative care. So like if he can get a message out is to take care of yourself before you have to get to the doctor and let the doctor do the diagnosing is also what he says. So he's kind of glad that there was no like internet stuff, you know, looking everything up. Um, And also taking the time to, to really know yourself. And that's what's missing in a lot of patients. They don't know themselves. They aren't listening to their bodies or paying attention Ooh, to their bodies, which yourself. also makes it really difficult for doctors to diagnose if you don't know yourself. Absolutely. That's yeah. a valid point. Even as us, as like spiritual practitioners, if you're not tuning into yourself, it's hard to really know what's going on. It's all the power. He really is all about the apples. I'm not quite getting that, but if it's like the apple a day thing, but he's all about apples. So it's like apple pie. He's just about like he just eats his apple. It's funny. Anything else that you want to share? No, I think that's a lot of his his. I mean, there's so much here. I, there's so much here. I we walked around, and I think I chatted for like 40 minutes. She really did, and I wish we recorded that. I wish we were we were recording that because she did. Def- the one thing I do want to say about um, James, it's a little boy. Yep. He, he has an upstairs room. His carpet because he plays with yes, his um, train. It's it's now disturbed. So, and the carpet is moved. So there is some evidence of physical 
spirit mediumship that is evident here in the house. And he needs a little alone space sometimes. Yeah. So if you ever feel, you know, like, Ooh, I don't, it, it feels funny like to go in there. Just think of like when you're overtired and you kind of don't want to be you need a break. Bob. Sure. Yeah. He needs a break, but yeah. he definitely will come down. Like he was a very charismatic child. He was also very smart. He had to practice his writing. I feel like his mom was teaching him. Um, and he also had to kneel for his prayers. He didn't really like doing that. He didn't like <laughs> kneeling. I love that. So what I want to recommend anyone that is definitely listening to this podcast, please go and check out the Dr. C. Best House and Medical Museum. I will make sure to link the website. So if anyone is interested, they can check out the website. There's a lot of beautiful pictures. There's a lot of amazing events that are coming up. Do you have something else? I feel like you have something else. No. (laughs) I do want to say, like Melissa said, this is a house that is full of love. It's full of amazing energy. It's just, it also feels like there's a lot of protection here, which I do like Um, as somebody who's more feeling and sensing than I am seeing. I, I love that positive feeling that kind of accompanies as you're walking through this house. Recommend everyone to go to the psychic wellness fair that's going to be on October 22nd. 2022 in case you're listening to this in the future. So I hope everybody has a great day and thank you, Bobby, for joining us on this podcast. Thank you for Melissa for always being an amazing co-host with me. Thank you, Rachel, for keeping me in line when my right brain goes too often to spirit land. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. Anyone we'll have another podcast about that. And I hope everybody has a great day and take care and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write a review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.